following program is intended for mature audiences. It's the music, movies, and shows you love. As if we care. And hate. You ain't gonna like it none. And love to hate. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> this is the Broken Remote. And coming to you live on tape on this Wednesday, August 24th. 2022, where millennials are having a huge streak of good luck as they get blessed with some arbitrary debt forgiveness, and more importantly, they get their dragons and medieval sex scenes back. So which one are you celebrating today, Will I Am? Are you celebrating the dragons or the debt forgiveness? Where do you fall? I'm celebrating the dragons. The debt forgiveness is, you know, that would just be a, me- a temporary reprieve before they find some other way to screw over my generation that complains too much already about everything else. Nah, they don't yeah. do that. Come on. No, never. No, no. The, the United this States. This is all out of the generosity never... of our great government's heart. Uh huh. This is this is entirely it. And yet, you know, weed is still illegal federally. You know, still get 15 years if you have an ounce. Not locally, baby. Not locally. Woo! You can walk around New York and you can tell right away that it is uh-huh. very Oh, it, dude, it is so rank fucking everywhere. <laughs> I, know. I mean, we like, mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I, and I had forgot to mention that day that uh, I had met, we, me, family, friends down the block, took a, went into New York City, which I was talking about. We went to go see Raw. When we mm-hmm. were there, I was talking to one of the other families in the van and, that came to the event. And we were just laughing about the uh, about the smell of weed everywhere. And he was like, dude, I smell it all around at the kids' Little League games. I was yeah. like, get the fuck out of here at the Little League games. He goes, it's everywhere, man. He goes, you just go to a Little League game and there's just people, you know, smoking over in the corner. And I was like, you know, I mean, I know it's acceptable, but <laughs> it is a little aggressive to be smoking at Little League, you know, whatever. 10, 11, 12-year-old kids' games. But, dude, you know, walking into work. Walking into work trying not to get secondhand high is a sport now. It is yeah, that's just, true. They're going to have to get rid of drug testing. There's no way that everybody's going to be able to pass. One of my friends, I can't remember who it was, but one of my friends is telling me that, that his his job is drug testing. And he was like, oh, shit. And they basically Dude, told there him. There goes your up, career, buddy. Oh, it's <laughs> going. <laughs> they basically Bye-bye. told him. They're like, oh, no one cares about weed anymore if that's what you're worried about. And he's like, oh, okay. They're like, yeah, just like. Try not to be high when you walk in, but everyone's cool with it now, I guess. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine, and when what we were talking about was, yeah, look, everybody works from home, right? And weed is now legal everywhere. I, I mean, it mm-hmm. literally is. I mean, they should just make it federally legal because at this oh, point, yeah. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. But you can't tell me that people, especially with so much youth in the in the workforce— at working from home, you can't tell me that people aren't fucking high as shit at their jobs, which would have been unheard of just oh, yeah. three years ago. I mean, there are people we worked with back when you and I were working together at that company that I would, I would, we would go out some nights and they would basically be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this every night as they would light one up. And I was like, yeah. Really? <laughs> every night? Like, yeah, oh, absolutely. So Com- I would take the edge off. Completely. I mean, it's such hard job working in the financial industry. They oh, really work oh you to the bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, fuck oh. it. Give me a break. But, I mean, the point is, is that, I mean, p- 
people like the party. I, I mean, you, you get it. Not everybody. I, you know, I'm doing general general generalities here. If I could fucking talk, mm. um, that probably don't apply to everybody. However, I mean, you go to college. A lot of people like the party. You get out of college. You get a job. You still want to party. And now everybody's just staying at home. And now that you got you know weed sitting there. Here, have a gummy. Have a smoke. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a Zoom call, as long as you don't have to be on the Zoom call or you put your little picture up so you don't see video. Oh, you know, my camera's not working today. I can't get it to work. Yeah. Sure, you can't yeah. get your camera to work. As long as your eyes aren't obviously bright red like a demon from the Bible or, <laughs> right. uh, you know, you know, bloodshot or, you know, you're trying to bite the arm off of someone you think is a cinnamon bun. <laughs> exactly. Usually they'll kind of let it slide at this point, thank goodness. Um, I'm not that fun, though. I've yet to partake in the... Uh, the new, the new delights of New York City. Yeah, I, I mean, you also you can't get on a Zoom call like this, man. And like, I look, man. I don't know what the deal is with that deliverable, but we'll get it to him eventually. Yeah. Eggy, are you fucking high? Uh, no, man. I'm just saying. We're just a little late with a deliverable. We'll get it to him. I mean, what's time, really? You know, you yeah. want to talk about it, dude? Like, fuck no. You're fucking Nah, high. man. Nah, man. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I would love if they just allowed it, right? And, I mean, they allow it. But, I mean, if it wasn't punishable or a fireable offense, and it was just like, yeah, you know, you're just allowed to be high now, whenever. I know. I'm just waiting. The, the mo- I mean, the the real trick is going to be if someone takes one of those gummies, that they, they just so you're like, oh, how innocuous is this? And then you just completely lose your mind, and every little thing drives you completely paranoid off the wall. There's right, going to be someone that does that at work. Or the idiot at, idiot at home that takes the gummy, and, you know, half an hour in, they're just like, you know what? I didn't do it enough, man. I'm not really feeling anything. It didn't take the edge off. They do another one, and then all of a sudden, it's fucking... <laughs> I'm fucking high as hell, man. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my shit. <laughs> oh, uh, I, if we're so lucky to see that, but yeah, your mm-hmm. your generation is experiencing a a work world that uh, <laughs> I mean, it pretty it pretty much is just fuck. It's high itself to even think mm-hmm. that this is the way that reality is. But here we are, you know. Oh, we're a fun group, man. We're a fun group. Everyone loves us. No one hates millennials. Well, uh, I wonder if your era, minus the you know, I don't know, four to six years in be- before COVID. If, like, you guys will ever even remember what it was like, you know, the daily grind, always having to fucking commute, dealing with asshole bosses, you know, I I mean, just working the system where uh, promotions were all networking and who you know, and it wasn't really about, (laughs) you know, whether or not you were that good at your job, although it helped. It wasn't really all about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely still the thing. Like, so I'm commuting into my job every day. Still, my sister that 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 mm, uh, she's <laughs> she, she's got. I can't say that. Uh, what if she hears me? Um, <laughs> but it's said with uh, love. It's said with it's love. Said with, it's, it's said with. It's said with love. Yeah, but she yeah she's got some amazing schedule. She gets to choose when she goes in, when she doesn't go in, and she's got uh, her. I'm very jealous of her schedule right now compared to when my boss is just you know looking over your shoulder going. I noticed in your calendar you didn't list your blood type, and I was really curious about that. Um, you didn't list exactly when you decided to drink coffee this morning and how many packets of sugar you were inputting. I'm going to need you to write that up. We, we, yeah. we need that information, please, for our demographical files. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, literally, we, we live in an era now where we're all kind of like work prostitutes. 
Right. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you can go wherever you want and, you know, mm-hmm. you want to fuck him in the hotel. Go ahead. Yeah, Just exactly. make sure you pay me. Right. Because ultimately you got to answer one. to me. Right. Exactly. But if your boss doesn't pay you and, you know, maybe you stretch at your desk and he goes, well, I saw that you stretched your back. That's three seconds you need to give back to the company. There you go. I will. I will very politely say. Go oh, home. time back. That is one of the fucking craziest terminologies that's come out of this. I'm going to give you your time back. Yeah, but it was like, time back. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Fucking time back. What? Okay, everybody. Well, you know, that's all I got to say today. So I'm going to give you about five minutes, ten minutes of your time back. Oh, thanks yeah. so much. So, you know, go oh attend to all the boy. other stuff. Oh time boy. back. What are you talking about? Oh, was, I'm so privileged. It is so, I mean, it's so belittling. I'm going to give you time back. But but again, it only exists because the rationale is that, okay, we're in this video meeting, and, and the video meeting doesn't have to go the full length, so then you just, I'm, I'm going to let you go back to do whatever you're doing. Go, go eat your fucking pot brownie or whatever it is. I must say, I, do you think as a whole, like if you could measure the productivity of people like on a general level, do you think we're more or less productive after COVID with these Zoom meetings than before when we were all like in offices together trapped despite the... I have no clue. I have, yeah. you know, I don't even know how to gauge. I, I there, the job I had before the job that we worked at, there yeah. were meetings all the fucking time. I, mm-hmm. I mean, there were meetings all the time. I, I was involved in internal audit, and I would I would laugh I, to my wife on the phone, and I would just be like, we were in. I was in meetings for probably four to five hours today, and of the other four hours that I had, I probably did about two hours of work. I had lunch involved there, and then bullshitting for another hour. Like I did two hours of work today, and the rest was spent in meetings. So I, I think the meetings and all that crap were there. So product productivity. I don't know if, if this era helped or hurt. I think productivity is just going to be what it is. Yeah. People work and they get their work done. And if there's deadlines, it makes you do it faster. If there are call expectations that you got to get through, you know, that might make you go faster. So I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. Even at our old job, there were some days where I was like, maybe me with a scythe and like an acre of land with a bunch of wheat, me doing that for one day would be more productive than anything I've done at all these other jobs since college. Yeah. Like put together where I'm like, what did I really do? True. I'm sorry. I got good. Caught me as I was taking a yeah. drink right there, but I, I, I've been in the same boat, man. I, I yeah. had a lot of jobs, more jobs than I ever thought I would have coming mm-hmm. out of college. And the one thing I can say about almost all of them is that it's like a 50-50 day. Like 50 day, 50% of your day is filled with doing shit that's actually productive, and 50 is not. And mm-hmm. I think that, like the, like the five-year rule that we were talking about last year yeah. with, with your ability to actually turn out good content, the five-year rule, well, this is the 50-50 oh, yeah. rule. You know, I, there are going to be some people that break that 50-50 rule, rule, but for the most part, that's what you do. You fill half your day up with bullshit, and the other half you get stuff done. And, you know, put a smile on, and you network, and you make yourself look good, and, and off you go. Yeah. No, it's uh, definitely true. I mean, there are other days where besides the money, I'm like, am I just going into work to talk to people? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but again, water cooler talk. They call it water cooler talk for a reason, yeah. right? So, I, and speaking of which, water cooler talk was always, you know, 
filled in with the hot shows, the hot movies. I still remember, I mean, like I said, old water cooler talk was Survivor when fucking Survivor came out. Oh, can you believe them? These people, they're not eating on this island. It's all bullshit, but, you know, people were talking about it. And we have gotten House of Dragon back. We've gotten the yeah. Game of Thrones Ooh, back. House of Dragons. So Let's now, go. during your one week of, you know, being at your job and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, having to be in five days a week. Have you mm-hmm. had any water cooler talk with your fellow, uh, you know, employees there at Nameless Firm that <laughs> talk, Nameless talked about House of Dragons? Because I, I talked to a bunch of people, not at my work, oh, but yeah. throughout, and it seems like everybody watched this fucking show. And, everybody and watched it. Most people watched. I, I know a couple that like just just missed it because HBO had like a million fucking issues. Oh, that one quick side oh, note. Oh, yeah. Let, let, let's start Max. there. Yeah. HBO Max, for those that didn't watch it that way, uh, crashed. I mean, it just it was, went out oh. the night of? Was it as it soon was, as it dropped? It was so, it was so, I, I don't know exactly what happened. It just like nothing was working. And HBO Max is just such a kind of shitty app like we had to go through like whatever our provider was for our internet to find out and all this other bullshit and we're like let me just sign in like netflix i want to watch your show <laughs> right. hbo please. well it depends on how I, I know what you're referring to because i sign up through a provider as well and so you got to go that way it's a pain in the ass but you know whatever it might be um but yeah i mean the app app could be better i struggle finding stuff on the app as well um i, I think i don't know Maybe Netflix is designed the best of the bunch, but Paramount Plus I have also a shitty, shitty designed app. Um, Hulu I think is an awful designed app. I, I mean, none of them really oh, yeah, get. Yeah. It, it's just tough to find what you want to find. For some reason, it's not like walking into a fucking blockbuster and walking along the fucking aisles and knowing, oh, this is where the new releases are. This is where the comedies are. This is where that is. You can't find shit like that because it all goes through property and... and you know, who owns it, and is it an HBO thing? Is it a Netflix thing? So, but anyway, it, HBO did crash, and it prevented everybody from watching it because we were mm-hmm. supposed to record this on Monday, and you didn't get a chance oh, yeah. to see it. No, I didn't get to see it till yesterday night, man. Yeah, that was, uh, that said, everyone did enjoy it that I've spoken to so yeah, far. Yeah, I haven't found anybody that been, didn't. Yeah, which has been, I think everyone's reaction has essentially been, I can't forgive season eight, but this is a step in the right direction. For which sure. Which is definitely how I feel. Now, I mean, did people talk about it as much as they talked about House of Dragons in, I mean, UBS or Jobs Past, right? Like, uh, did it have the same vibe? No, no, definitely not. But I think it was also the first one, and people are still, like, apprehensive because of season eight. Because I think of the that's ending part of it. of it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But, like, I... It, that massive gang that we had at our old job where everyone would just gather up to talk. And it was basically like, there was like 40 minutes you could guarantee on a Monday that we're just not going <laughs> right. to get anything done. Cause everyone's like, so what happened? This character did what? Oh my God. And it was just, uh, uh That's <laughs> yeah, what they yeah, did. yeah. Yeah. It was like, ah, I don't know if we'll ever get that back, but still. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, it's also different because on, Unlike your job, I, you know, a lot of jobs aren't in office, right? Or they're spread out. So that Monday that hits, 
it's just not the same vibe, right? Not everybody is in on a Monday. I would say like Mondays probably Mondays and Fridays are probably the two days that nobody is in office based on a you know a moderated work from home schedule, right? Yeah. You go in two, three days a week. It's probably a Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, but the suckers go in on a, on a Monday and Friday, so yeah. it's probably a little. You know, it, it's more grounded uh, this rendition than before because it's just not the same kind of environment. But yeah, I, I mean, like you and the people at work. I mean, everybody I talk to, not at work, but otherwise, um, was I, I mean, they they watched it. It was well received. I mean, let's talk brass tacks. Did you like it? I really liked it. I would not say I loved it, but I definitely, if I could give it like just a raw rating, it would be maybe seven, maybe yeah, eight. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say that's right around where I yeah. would put it. And people might think seven is low, but that's like, like it's not a C like they did it, you know, because the, you know, how NJ public school system taught me. No, that's that's a good yeah. score. That's a good score. <laughs> right, yeah. right. That, that's that, that's acceptable. No, it's not. I I had issues with it, but none of it was really with the story. The story I thought was really cool. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Even though spoiler alert, I know everything because I read all the background <laughs> lore. You ruined it for um, yourself. Exactly. I read Fire and Blood years. You're I read Fire. And- I read Fire and Blood years ago. I know all the background of the Targaryens. I was like, I know what's happening with this character. I, like every scene, we're like, oh, I now have my son, and I was just whispering to myself, "No, you don't." Uh, <laughs> See, that's a bonus next. for a viewer like me because I didn't know that. I expected yeah. as much because you know some of the future things that are. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean. My- you didn't go for it, yeah. Uh, I, was gonna, I was just going to say, because you watch the previews, trailers, etc., and exactly, you see yeah. that it's going in a different direction. So, obviously, this kid ain't going to make it. They're, they're staying pretty close to what I remember from, like, I don't remember, like, word for word of what happens. But, like, from what I recall, it's pretty on point. Uh, maybe they'll, the age of some of the characters is confusing. I'm assuming they're going to do, like, time jumps with a couple of years. It's not all going to be like, oh, this happens this day, and then Tuesday, this happens. I'm assuming there's going to be, like, some year time jumps. Well, spoiler alert, they do time jumps in this routinely. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, 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 because, I mean, we're not media. We don't get the, the six episodes to watch like they gave to everybody yeah, else. That's but... going to come at Podcast 25. Then we'll be <laughs> yeah, big enough. Exactly. That, uh... Right, yeah. that's what we smash it. But yeah. uh, the people that have seen first six episodes say there was a bunch of time jump. So now my question to you, is that how it takes place in the actual book? That's basically what happens. because they do. I, okay. It, yeah, there, there's a lot of, you know, because it, in, so in the book, it's not even like a regular book. So George R. R. Martin, as I've now come to the conclusion, he didn't stop writing. He just got bored of the actual Game of Thrones story he was telling. And he was way more interested in like just really filling out the donut that was the background lore on every one of like the historical characters he sort of made up for himself. Where takes the nutchen? <laughs> because we wanted yes. the end of the original story, you asshole. Yeah, and, and he was tired that day. He <laughs> was right. tired. And it's like the mantra but, for the show. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm but that tired. said, I will give him some props because unlike everyone else who just completely phones it in, he basically said, okay, here's my brief outline. This is other people's problem because they're adapting the show. 
I'm going to work on something I actually enjoy. And that's like his, like he basically came up with the entire outline for what this show's going to be. It sounds like, and got really nitty gritty with all the characters right? to an absurd level. Like it is like, I was going back through it last night. I was like, how the fuck did he come up with like these family relations and how these random historical characters that he alludes to in the past we're like best friends, but then this. Well, so I kind of give him credit for that. I mean, we talked about this in podcasts past, right? I mean, yeah. it is a lot easier to backfill story oh, yeah. than it is to build story out mm-hmm. because you have the defined bookends. Exactly. Yeah. So he knows where this story ends, or at least at some point where the story ends, because he wrote the beginning of the previous story. <laughs> he needs to get here somehow. Right. It's like Favreau in The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian yeah. is, is stuck between Return of the Jedi and uh, uh, fucking Force Awakens. So he knows where it goes from here to there, but you know, within that, he has the luxuries of filling it in however he wants. Yeah. Right, and, and it's a lot easier to backfill a story with content and characters than it is to build out where it's like it's got to go somewhere. Well, no, we know where it goes. It yeah, goes. We know exactly. It, where goes, it, goes. it goes to Game of Thrones. So, but uh, yeah, but overall, I will say I was very like happy with it. Thank God, because now I'm I'm nervous about. I think the the Lord of the Rings, of which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point, but I, I was hoping one of these would be good. And right now, it looks like this is going to be going to be solid like i'm definitely going to enjoy watching this i can feel yeah well i I mean the lord of the rings starts i think soon in the next two or three weeks yeah something like that which is like i mean there is a lot of tv coming down the pike i I mean right we are in the golden era of of streaming and and content here i mean there are shows have you seen the mike tyson show right i haven't watched it but i saw ads for it everywhere yeah Yeah. well it's coming out i think what is today it's today the 24th it comes out tomorrow so it comes out on hulu tomorrow um you're gonna have game of thrones you're gonna have lord of the rings um, there are a bunch of other things coming down the pike as well. And so they're just, I mean, there's, there's a lot of shit and, and hopefully most of it is good, but yeah. I mean, I, HBO, obviously they're getting rid of a lot of other shit. They're chopping off basically their whole child division. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I they, saw that this week and I went, blew out 200 what? episodes. Why? I, I, like, I don't it, think people are buying it for it. You know, ultimately, well, yeah, not for, for that, but they have cartoons. Like, I'd assume you kind of want it to be a one-stop shop, right? Well, I think that that was their initial approach, right, was we're going to build yeah. out HBO Max. We're doing our own thing. This is the streaming error. People are going to people are going to get our, pro, our, our app and our content because we're going to give them everything that they want. So what do we need? We definitely need kid shit. So let's t- you know team up with Warner Brothers and yeah. we'll go after we'll, we'll contact PBS and and we'll get Sesame Street and they bring all the stuff on and I think ultimately what they found is that kids don't go to their fucking app they well, they don't go to it it's it's because it's HBO it's a branding thing where you're just kind of like. Why'd you call it HBO Max then, idiots? But right. That, well, they thought you know, you know you're gonna take you're gonna take Sesame Street, put it on in the mornings. People would watch it on HBO. You know, but 
But what you find out is that... I yeah, mean, then your kid swaps over to Billions right afterward. <laughs> yeah, going to watch Rock fuck some whore on some prostitute. It just doesn't work. And the parents are still going to Channel 13. I mean, they still go to PBS to go watch Sesame Street. They mm -hmm. don't bother with the new ones. Oh, well, we need to get the new ones. No, you don't. You're just going to put it on in front of your kids and then, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, Sesame Street turns into, not Dora the Explorer, but Sid the Science Kid and then... Paw Patrol or whatever the fuck it is. And they just sit there. So it's just a routine. And I think HBO didn't get the returns no, they thought no, on no, their investment very, in kid programming. Kids are very concerned about the latest content. I remember when I was watching Sesame Street, I realized it was a rerun from four <laughs> weeks ago. And I was just saying, I was telling my mom. <laughs> just, <laughs> telling my mom, I was like, this, is, this doesn't have, you know the topical humor that I'm used to. This isn't South Park S where they're, you know, referring to political issue of the week on Mom, Sesame. I'm very upset. So dated. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, Mom, they, they had Q as the letter of the day two weeks ago. I know this is horseshit. Come on. I don't understand who this guy is. <laughs> I've heard of uh, I've heard of whatever Jenner. I I've heard of Caitlin, but who is this guy? This guy Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Who is he? I'm, I'm upset. It's a long story. Yeah. It's a long story, son. Mom, my new favorite athlete is O.J. Simpson. Oh. oh all right. Maybe. That's a really old episode. All right. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about that when you're of age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah let, let's go, let's go uh, talk about somewhere else. And my new but favorite the, truck is a Bronco. Whoa. We got big problems. Yeah, you got big ones. It is really weird to think about the fact that Bruce Jenner and O.J. Simpson had just have some ties to each other somehow. But, you know, these are things that I just I mean, try not to think up, about. I mean, fucked up, right? Yeah. World works in really crazy fucking ways. Like, I don't believe in the Illuminati, but then you hear about, like, that relationship and you just go, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Good <laughs> maybe point. They're onto something. Maybe they're onto something there. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, you know, is there a God? I don't know. I mean, whether you mm -hmm. believe or not. I don't know. You, you see these little tiny things and you're like, you know, somebody's somebody's having a good time at our expense here. Yeah. There is a lot of overlap. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they flick a lever, decide who becomes president, where they're dropping the nukes next. They just they laugh in <laughs> their underground go. bunker you know, with their lizard friends and they, uh, you know, that's kind of it. Yeah. That's right. The lizard friends. Where's Louis C.K.? <laughs> Louis C.K. Yeah. was on Joe Rogan, by the way. I watched part of it. I watched it, part of it, too. I didn't watch the whole thing. I, 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 if I comment anything negative about Joe Rogan, I think we're just the, the podcast is just canceled on the spot, right? right. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I mean they would come out of the woodworks, even mm -hmm. though they have no clue who we are, just to, just to blast us. Yes, Spotify literally has a trained sniper on both of us right now, just in case we say anything not overtly positive. But uh, yeah, he had Louis C.K. and T See, here's me going down the middle. He had Louis C.K. and Tim Dillon on back to back, and those were uh, Tim who's Dillon's. Tim Dillon. He's this this comedian from Long Island. He just a special of his just came out on Netflix. It's awesome. Really? It was a really good. I was watching with my family. We were only a little bit drunk, but I was I saw it live as well. But I was like crossfaded as hell, so I was completely blitzed out of my mind. Could barely register what he was saying, but I could barely breathe because I was laughing so hard. Right. But on but basically on actually watching it now sober. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was very... I'll have to watch Tim Dillon because Tim I'm always Dillon. looking for something good, especially yeah. in the comedy space because yeah. it's few and far between. Mm -hmm. yeah. But to go back to Rogan, Rogan actually hit the 
the, the media circuit twice because he had the Louis C.K. thing, which I saw in a bunch of spots. And then yeah. he also was the announcer of UFC. And I don't oh, know if you, right, if you yeah. watched the UFC fight from Saturday night, but the guy got knocked out with like 10 seconds left in the match or whatever after he was kicking his yeah. ass. And he, had, he had that face. Yeah, <laughs> and then he had a face. He had the face, which was a fantastic face, right? Yeah. Oh, his and, his and, eyes got quite wide. Well, knowing, <laughs> knowing him, I mean, it was legit. That was a legit reaction from oh, him. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was great. great. It was all over the place. So. There, there's a reason he has fans, I will say. Yeah, and for I, sure. Yeah. And what's funny about his show is that it's basically a ripoff of the old Opie and Anthony show, which exactly. he, act, he, he actually says. It, yeah, yeah he it was a great episode when he had Anthony on. Yeah. So he, had a, he had a great episode when he had Anthony on. So, I, I like his show. I think it's maybe his fans I have more of a problem with because he's got some fans that you're like, shut up. Well, his show's too long. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, this. Yeah, you know, exactly. we were both working yeah, together. Exactly. Uh, who I'll, has I'll three hours for a show? Exactly. I'll, I'll watch them if they're guests I really like. Otherwise, it's like, and another one passes me by. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, some dude, some dude wrote a book about aardvarks and the quintessential aardvark book, and it's a four-hour interview. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. yeah, but everybody else builds their their podcast around thirty minutes to an hour. You mm-hmm. get these. You know, one-off shows such as Joe Rogan, a couple others, that go two to three hours. It's like, mm-hmm. look, dude, I, who has that kind of time? Yeah, exactly. Which no, is funny much. because when I listened to Opie and Anthony, that show I think was four hours long, and I used to listen to all of it. But yeah. it was different because, I, I don't know, it was more of a show. These are like, there are no show aspects to these. They're all they're That's... all like this. You turn on the mic, you talk, you have <laughs> some kind of structure. But he has some that are really serious, though. Yeah, they're all hangs, and sometimes they're with really interesting people. But the thing is, Opie, like Anthony, was just a super interesting person. And then they would have comedians on, and Anthony could yes. kind of like keep it all going. And and Joe's an interesting person. He definitely is that. But depending on who he's with, like sometimes it is just not a conversation worth listening to because no, it's much and- more. What's funny about Joe to that point that you said, like, you know, Anthony, you know, that was a comedic based show and they could bring in comedians and they could produce content and Anthony would hop in, etc. Joe, I, he doesn't bring any of his comedic nature to the show. No. Well, so me, me and my and this is definitely going to get me shot by Spotify. Me and my dad <laughs> saw Joe Rogan live earlier this year, Atlantic City. Pretty meh. Really? I thought it was pretty meh. I mean, I so I I love comedy. I've listened to a lot of his older albums. Reads he, a lot of jokes. He's not the same anymore, right? And he's just like he's just he's too big now. Like maybe he'd be different in like a like a club vibe, but he just was not like he was. It was more like seeing, he's not biting. He's not biting. Lack, no, like, l- lack of energy compared to yeah. old Joe. No, he 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 was going for it. It's just I just don't think he's like he had that one Netflix special that like that Strange Times or something like that where he's he's wearing like the the blue button down. That was a really good special, I thought, and then this one was just kind of meh. Okay, it was I, very weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't I just seen not him. Impre- I, was not that impressed. But that I said, haven't like, seen him enough. But I did go see Louis Black last summer. Down in Montclair, and yeah. it was a fucking complete waste. It what? Was, oh, dude. Really? 
Yeah, I, I got the tickets uh, for my wife for either our anniversary or birthday or something to take her to a yeah. comedy show. And Louis Black, when he came out with the one album, 2003 or whatever it was, uh, yeah. I, Rules of Engagement, I think was the name uh, of the album. Or something like that, yeah. It was really funny. And Allie and I used to listen to it a bunch. Um, and so I was like, oh, wow, Louis Black. Now, we went to the show, and number one, he's old as shit. I mean, he's, like, really old now. I mean, he's, like, 70, pushing on 80, maybe. And so, I, you know, his energy isn't there. He is now over-the-top liberal, right? Which, I, I you know, yeah. I don't have a problem with. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of liberalism, per se. But, yeah, I mean, if you're funny, like... you're funny. But it was just, like, he was more making liberal points than jokes. And mm -hmm. so, after a while, you're just, like... Where's the fucking funny here? I, I like I yeah. need to laugh. And then he did a bit toward the end where it was like he finally was like, okay, we're thirty minutes in this, and now you're trying to pick yourself up, and you're kind of like getting energy. And he would like build up this one liner, deliver the punchline, which wasn't funny, and then he would walk off, and he would walk off around the stage, and it would like he would leave the mic, you know, like giving himself like a did drop, people, drop the mic did, moment, and it was like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, number one, that wasn't that funny. And B, you got a lot more shows. So stop wasting yeah. two minutes walking around the stage. Like, you Did said something Did people like it? What was, what was it? I don't know. We walked out. We, we walked out with probably, yeah, we walked out shit. with probably 15, 20 minutes left of the show. That's because nuts, oh I asked, God, I asked yeah. my wife, I was like, do you want to stay? And she was like, I'll do whatever you want to do. And I was like, okay, you haven't laughed. I haven't <laughs> seen you laugh. I'm not laughing. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we went, we had some beers at a bar and called it, called it, uh, called it a day. But, you know, I, I mean, it, it's, I, I mean, the time and error is just different. And I think that impacts comedy because, like, you know, you say you see Joe yeah. Rogan who, you know, 10 years ago probably was hysterical. You couldn't stop laughing at the guy. I, I yeah. know Louis Black was funny because I've seen him in concert. Yeah, he was hilarious. And he was great. And yeah. fucking I, I can't believe that. That's nuts to me. Yeah, I mean. He was so, whoa, yeah, dude. It's a shame. Crazy. He was funny as hell. And those guys were all on Opie and Anthony. And uh, yeah, it what also yeah. funny is, like, all these guys, they have shows, they still have careers, and Opie and Anthony are done. Well, Anthony's yeah. still doing his well, thing. Well, yeah, Anthony's still doing his thing, but I don't know. The, uh, I, I listen, yeah, it's not. No, I listened to his book. It was interesting, but it was kind of like, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it's more interesting listening to it a pod. He's not a writer. He's, nah, he's better I in can't, podcast form. I, I can't do media people's books, right? Because. Yeah, no. It's it's just stories that you probably have heard most of, and I, you know, it just really isn't that interesting. There are infinitely more people I'd rather read a book about, but yeah, um, you know, going back talking about you know, hopefully it doesn't die. You know, I mean, after watching the one episode of House of the Dragon, we were worried about you know maybe the, there's a fallout here where it's boring or mm -hmm. the, the characters aren't good. I, I mean, I don't know. I thought all the characters were okay. You know, all, all my concerns were kind of, um, you know, put at ease, if you will, after watching the first episode because yeah. characters were good enough, story was good enough. You know, I mean, if there was a knock on the first episode, I thought it was safe as shit, <laughs> right? I got that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of predictable parts. My biggest issue was like this is this is Game of Thrones. We're talking this is big fucking deal. The wigs. Were distracting on some of the actors. <laughs> yeah, like there, like there was a the few Targaryen going, white wigs. Yeah, like it was like there was a few of them where I was just like, you might as well have gotten a mop and just thrown it on this dude's head. 
Yeah. Because this is just distracting to me. But, well, I mean, there's not many, uh, you know, uh, uh, black um, Westerosians. Yes, that's exactly who, who I'm talking about. They, who have they, bleach blonde uh, dreads and, so, you know, and so he's, he's So he's part of like a separate house is the idea, which I get. But And, and that would, you know, input your 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 quota you need for the, the show there, which is maybe... Well, anyway, okay. <laughs> before, to, I, before I get into it. Finish your, finish your thought for sure. And then was, uh, that leads me to something I was thinking of. I was gonna say, like, like, you know, you got your, you got your character there. He's, um, there's no black people in Game of Thrones. Okay, and they're like, all right. We gotta fi- we we'll gotta go fix right that. into it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we gotta fix that. So they they made him. So he's part of this like Valyrian house that's unrelated to the Targaryens, but they like intermarry a bunch. And I was fine with that. My bigger issue was just why did you get him the shittiest wig in the entire <laughs> show? <laughs> why did like, it look just so terrible? Like, it just, like, 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 I'm totally cool having that guy be that Valyrian guy. That, that, you know what? Good for you. No one really knows what the deal is with Valyria. They just have purple eyes and that weird blonde hair. Why did you get the worst wig for him? Because well, I could see his actual hair. It looked like sometimes underneath that wig. Now, I need to ask you because you know, right? So they give him the wig. It's terrible. doesn't work well. But no. why would he have the white hair to begin with? Oh, so so they're all them and the Targaryens are all descended from this this ancient land, as it were, that's called Valyria. And the Targaryens originally they're not from the same family, but um, they're both from but the same. But they're both from location. the Valyria that burnt down to the ground. Yeah, that... they're from this. They're both from this old continent together, and they both it's. They both traveled essentially from that old continent before it exploded because, right. of course, it did. Because of the end of they're... the world prophecy that Daenerys, mm-hmm. whatever, saw. Yeah, and... yeah, some some old ancestor of theirs. And now they're over here and uh, they're, they're chillaxing. But like because the, the... It's, a, it's a trait thing because even the two kids had the white hair. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a like if you're descended from that line, and it's not just the Targaryens or that family. Like there's other characters that you'll see sprinkled about in like the books that are like, oh, he's a descendant of Valyria somehow, and they'll have like that hair color or like purple eyes or something like that. And those are really the only two things they never say. There's a thing about skin color, so I'm I'm fine with that. But does like his wig was just so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible, and you know I. And this this comes across now. It's weird because in 2022, even though this is a you know podcast just for us to have fun with, I you know yeah. it's weird. I, you know I I get itchy when thinking about asking questions that have to do anything racial or because you're just afraid. Well, no, it, it can only be interpreted mm-hmm. one way, and because canceled. I'm white, it's <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's canceled. No, no, they don't know that. They don't know that we're on a podcast. But I'm actually so, uh, blue. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. And I'm uh, yeah. I'm red, but that's only because yeah, I'm exactly. angry all the time. Yeah. I'm like a cartoon <laughs> character. It, it's a blood pressure issue. My doctor has told me numerous times to get it checked out, <laughs> and I don't. So I'm red. Yeah. Never gonna happen. But you know, look if you look specifically throughout the episode you'll see there's a, like a couple of asian handmaids there's yeah. a couple of latino handmaids um i i did not i did not see that many black people in the cast outside of this guy right mm-hmm. so and uh what's the guy's name again the guy's name is uh corliss I don't remember his name. His so his family name so this is like this is George R. R. Martin's fault the family name is literally Valerian right Right. Which is like I think it's, it's like Corliss just, Valerian. 
Yeah, which is like almost spelled identical to Valyrian, but like there's an, a, an E instead of an A, <laughs> right. and you go, you couldn't have made this a little simpler. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. It, right, but and then he married uh, the Targaryen. Name is yeah, he Ra- married Rhaenys. Some, yeah, uh, and they re- and they marry those two families marry each other all the time because one they're gross and two. Uh, oh, so there's a backstory to those two families. Yeah, right? so because so the Targaryens love to keep like their ancient Valyrian lineage strong, so they marry other Valyrians as often as they can, basically. Do they do they mention race in the books to a greater extent not or not? Really? It's not like Yeah. Like not in really. this book, was this guy black? It's, I'm gonna assume no, but the thing is they uh They might not have not, not mentioned not it. Re- so it might have been it could have been or not, Yeah. It could have been. He could be right, black. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't it, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Which I'm fine. It's just my only issue is that why did you give him the most obviously bad wig? Right, right, right. Just, just like, come on, guy. But that's not my biggest issue. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not trying to say it's an issue for me. Again, yeah. it's just because I don't know the history of it. So when you see a whole sea of white people and then yeah. the one, you know, the, the black couple or the black guy in it. Yeah. Like, my mind goes to, like, all right, so where's everybody else of that lineage, right? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it's I think just kind of how his genetics kids, work. Right? You saw his kids a couple times, I'm pretty yeah, sure. They, well, they were at the jousting. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's where I saw the white hair, and I said, all right, so the white hair is not, like, a wig thing. He's not, like, it's actually something with their bloodline. Yeah, it's just very poorly communicated because it's a bad wig. Right. So I, I mean, whatever. That's neither here nor yeah, there. Exactly. It was just something I'm wondering because I, I don't read the books, so I don't. I know just don't want to get canceled by episode. Yeah, I don't want to get canceled in the podcast in episode four. That's my only goal. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, my, and again, it's not really a point of focus. It's just something that I was curious about because mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing with like prey, right? When I was talking about yeah. prey and talking about the uh, the Mohican, that was the Mohicans. Uh, Comanche, the Comanche Indians, and they're speaking perfect English. It's just kind of like, hold on, they're they're speaking perfect <laughs> English, but they're coming they're Comanche Indians. So yeah. I see this, and I'm just kind of like, okay, well, why is there not more if they are around? You know, it's whatever. Neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah something's going on here. The the the, the show I, I thought was great. I thought it was safe. Uh, you know, they went they went to their bread and butter. They went to you know they went to dragons. They went to violence. They went to a lot of blood. They they threw in the the sex scenes, right? So oh yeah. Now, I needed I needed to see Matt Smith's ass. That's what was missing from Doctor Who. <laughs> I was right. like, oh, where is Matt Smith's naked butt? And oh, I needed to know that he was just so stressed out that he couldn't finish the job, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's just, oh, come on, man. It's oh. too much. It's too much. God, I'm, I'm bummed. Oh, he's, that's why he didn't do it. The, um, I, I am happy to hear that uh, even back in the day or whatever time frame world that this exists that – you know, they were still trying out C-sections, right? I, I mean, you know, they had to start yeah. somewhere. Yeah, listen, listen. And if your queen is your, you know, poster child and accidental victim, you know, yeah, more I, power I mean, to you. You got to start somewhere, right? So if you're going to figure out how to mask the C-section, you know, you can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. It was quite literally because I'm going like, <laughs> to... Like, see what I did like, there? Who, who, who didn't figure that that was going to... The moment they're like, we have a solution. I went, oh, this isn't good for her. Yeah. yeah, no, not at all. And, and they did. I thought they were going to get a little more graphic with it. Not that it wasn't graphic enough. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. You know, but I was like, oh, man, maybe they go a little. And it was like, oh, no, they just kind of held back, you know. 
So yeah. a pretty brutal scene. It's actually on right now. That's why uh, I, I've got to play in the background. <laughs> and they're doing the, you know, and it's the duality of, you know, the knights fighting. And they had, you know, they, they did throw a, a lot of gratuitous violence in that scene. Oh, yeah, that one dude's face gets mashed Oh, yeah, open. with the morning oh, star. Oh, oh man. Yeah, oh, that was a. Boom. Oof. That guy. Oof. Done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that one. I was like, oh, people do die in these. Interesting. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, they're doing the duality with, with her dying and, you know, in the violence in that scene versus the oh, violence yeah. in this meeting. <laughs> and so, I, I mean, the act- like that what that was? Me, I'm a dumb guy. I didn't get that that's what they were implying. Oh, <laughs> uh, <Right>. yeah. <laughs> You're so smart, Game of Thrones. Um, and yeah, I, that was. Acting was good. I mean, acting you know. Good. Yeah. The, 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 I thought it looked visually appealing. I thought the story was acceptable. Um, a lot of good things. The acting was fine. Um, you know, nothing really threw me off that much. I, it was, like you said, it was a 7 and an 8, right? Yeah. My only other kind of issue, and I can't even really blame this because I have to imagine this was expensive as fuck, was the dragons kind of looked like the CGI was like a noticeable downgrade from the original Game of Thrones. I thought the dragons looked okay. Because they when cool. she was petting him, that was blatantly yeah. a puppet, right? And yes. that was not CGI. And then the next scene, she's standing away from that dragon. Now, I don't know the dragon yeah. names either, so I'm just yeah, saying and, that and, dragon. I mean, I'm, listen, I love dragons. I love Game of Thrones. I don't even know their individual names because a lot of them brought a start dying. <laughs> right. um, okay. Well, it is the Dance of the Dragons, right? Exactly, it's a dragon yeah. civil war, for Christ's sake. It's going to be kind of cool, though. That one, that ending one, the red one, looks fucking up. Awesome. I was very pumped. I'm very excited to see what they do with that one. But they, uh, like, some of them just looked like they were at a Jurassic Park 3 or something. And I can't even, like, shame them for it because I have to imagine they have a very limited budget and, like, they're just trying to make sure they don't waste everything in the Dance of Dragons in the first episodes to show that there's fucking dragons. Well, there. shit. Again, HBO Max is axing off, you know, every child show that they could trying to find exactly. money in places to cut corners with cash. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Is this something that brings your child joy rich? Oh, we're going to have to kill it really <laughs> fast in front of them. Yeah. So, obviously, they're probably going to uh, go a little easy on the CGI, at least in the early stages here. Yeah. Um, I, you know, ca- character-wise, I don't know. Was there anyone out of the group? Now you've read the books, so you know you do. You, did you have expectations for any of these characters that weren't met? The only one I was pumped for because George R. R. Martin loves his character is uh, the one the how Doctor Who guy was playing Matt Smith, Damon Targaryen. Damon Targaryen, the leader of yeah, the so, Watch. So, 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 spoiler alerts for everyone else. So, the same way that. George R. R. Martin definitely has a boner for Jon Snow. He has a boner for Daemon Targaryen. So just like go into the show knowing that's going to happen. Now you you could tell that he's the main player. Oh, he's he's gonna. I mean, that's he's the only actor I recognized that was going. It, it's to the him show. and the the girl Rya Rhyna. How do you pronounce her name? Rhaerys or something. I actually don't know. Yeah. I, I, only, I don't know how to. I'm gonna have to see the show a couple more times and get the names. Yeah. But I've only read it before. I've never spoken it, and they said it in the show last night, and it just went. This so Renaria and uh, the dude who was Damien. Yeah, Damon, so yeah, that that's yeah. easy. But Damon and yeah. Rhaenyra, they, they seem to be the two that are going to be the main yeah. players in this. Yeah. I hope they don't up having sex with each other because they're related, and that would be weird, right? So, right, everybody. There's my next question for you. <laughs> Obviously, he's into her because he brings her the Valerian necklace bullshit. Listen, I was totally like, oh, they're a close family, 
And then I remembered I was watching Game of Thrones, and then I remembered what happens with these two characters. I went, oh, man. So, I mean, it, it's not a spoiler because if you've read the books, then you know what happens. Yeah, yeah. But do they also end up hooking up? Because he's obviously into her, but she's a yes. lesbian. Yes. Yeah, she's not a lesbian. So she's not a lesbian? What is she, bi? Is it, or Probably, I'm sure they'll make her bi. Or she's non-binary? Like that, just, what, what is uh, the appropriate she's, she's modern word? She's non-binary. Yeah, her, her pronouns are they, them. Right. Um, no, she's, uh, I'm pretty sure, that I'm, I'm going to, if anyone that's a bigger nerd than I am has like the fucking family lineage lined up, they'll correct me. But I'm pretty sure those two are like the direct ancestors of Daenerys and Jon Snow. Oh, okay. oh by the way, Jon, Jon Snow's a Targaryen, everyone. If you haven't caught up in the last five <laughs> yeah, years. It's not the show for you uh, or yeah. any other Game of Thrones podcast or that are talking about the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no one knows that yet. That definitely wasn't a huge thing that got bursted out. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're like the direct ancestors. So they're doing the dragon scene here where the dragon burns the... Mm -hmm. um, and, and I could see what you're Watching it a second time here on a lesser TV in my basement, I, I can see yeah. what you're talking about. You know, it just looks a little, it looks a little off. I, I can't even fault them. It's just kind of like it's HBO. This is, yeah. this is. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can't dump that much money into a show that you need to make, you know, whatever seven to ten episodes for, um, and something that. Yeah the size of them would be impossible to make in yeah. puppet. And you're gonna have some scene that costs an ungodly amount of money. And, you know, where the dragons are actively killing each other in the sky. And you go, whoa, 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 Maybe don't waste it all in the funeral scene. Maybe no one gives a shit. Sure. I, here's another question for you. Were you disappointed? Because I felt, maybe I shouldn't say were you disappointed. Or I should say, were you taken back by the way they, they kind of didn't talk about some of the big story elements. It, it, such as, this king obviously is like lost the town, Right. Like he's mm -hmm. obviously not a good king. I think he's so so knowing my lore of Game of Thrones that I do, he is better than maybe he's not even better. I'm going to say he's average because some of the kings of the Targaryens of the, the, the Targaryen there's a reason they got knocked off the Iron Throne and it wasn't even just the Mad King. Like he's probably He's not even the worst king they've had so far. There was one that basically came directly after the very first king they had, who was this complete nightmare. I should know real history and not this. <laughs> I don't think real history would have paid off either. Uh, exactly. What were you a graduate in? American history. Oh, what American are you doing now? It's like, who uh, I'm a, a second grade teacher. Okay. okay. Meanwhile, I can entertain people at work with my stupid knowledge here. But you know, <laughs> networking, brother. That's how you do yeah, it. That's how you network. That's what it's all about. You just got to find the right crew, right? Uh -huh, yeah. But uh, yeah, thinking about my knowledge of Game of Thrones backstory and lore, I'm like, hmm. I know too much. Well, I mean, I don't. And so when I'm watching this, I couldn't really figure out what the hell was going on. And then I, you know, I watch it again. And then it's like, all right, I get it. So the brother is the badass. He comes in mm -hmm. with the watch. They're like, we're cleaning up the town because my brother is a lazy ass fucking king that let everything get out of whack. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to cut off people's Johnsons and cut off their hands. Sexy. And, you know, just scare everybody, right? I, I mean, yeah. it was like Giuliani in the, in the 80s. I mean, the 90s. Yeah, yeah he's very... Right? You know what? Here's a perfect example that people are going to get mad at me for, my family. He's kind of like <laughs> Biden. 
he's kind of like Biden this pre- the, okay. this curve right, kick where you just, you. you're just like you know he's inoffensive but he does he do much he do I don't know <laughs> we don't really know it's everybody else he's kind of there you're like okay you know he's he's relatively inoffensive but then there's a couple decisions you go we're like really that's what you're doing yeah was the was his I don't know what his his back uh, his back acne or his back herpes or whatever he's got on his back like I, I didn't I don't know what they were trying to convey I by that it, but it I didn't look bad enough to gonna, be yeah. it didn't look bad enough to be concerning I think it's just it's just set up that he's dying like it's not he's not living to a ripe old age even though he looks at like he's on his way out. But I, I think that's what it was setting up for. But by having them carve out this little tiny, you know, canker sore on his back, I don't know if I really got that from there. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know. I, don't... I mean, they could also have like a fucking like stone statue follow them and just like, you know, not even have to have that scene where I have to watch pus get leaked out of this dude. <laughs> that's right. So... Yeah, yeah. And what were they going to do with that? Right. I mean, look, they're working on the C-section as we as we speak. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, d- did they... I don't know. Do, do they have some kind of microscope somewhere where they're going to take this uh, back acne pus, put it under the microscope, and, and see what it is? Like, they were collecting it for some reason. It was like, what the hell is that going to do for you? Are you going to have people eat it and see if it affects them some way? I, I don't yeah, understand right? what's going on. Yeah, just kind of like, what's going on here, Unless guys? they were just what? cleaning it, and then they were just like, yeah, we're just going to clean it up and then throw another uh, you know bandage on the back. They were talking about corduroising it. I was like, ooh, corduroising. Here we go. <laughs> There was some kind of medical that existed uh, in whatever realm this is. Yeah, we shall culturize the wound. Meanwhile, what they're going to do is they're literally going to light it on fire and then just like observe the color of pus that leaks out. You're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, (laughs) they were little small things that I didn't really fixate on in the original time. It was just kind of like, ah, what the hell is that? No, what is this? Oh, they're doing this? Oh, okay. (laughs) But overall, I thought it was a 7 and 8 was appropriate. I thought it looked fantastic. Acting was good. Story was entertaining. I mean, it was safe. I think that was the only knock on it was that it was safe. Yeah, exactly. I could have been way more offended by this. They're doing the the franchise. They're, They're getting me psyched. For what I missed about it, which is all I can ask for after season eight. Yeah, I mean that's what you want, right? You you want to know that your the time that you invest in watching this show is going to reward you with some kind mm-hmm. of entertainment. You know, yeah, you, just just be good enough. That's all <laughs> I want. Enough. Yeah, don't let me down like so many shows have. Oh my god, like everything that who did a Westworld? What the fuck's his name? Oh, I don't Fuck know the me. name that did the Westworld. J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah well, I shit. mean, he produced it, but the writers are somebody different. Uh, did you watch Westworld? Because I, I, I am an avid I, fan. and I, I have not kept up. I watched it in the beginning, and then I realized J.J. Abrams was involved, and I just was like, no more. Not lost again. Not having this happen. And I just season one was phenomenal, um, and yes. season two, it went down a little bit, and then season three was atrocious, and then this was season four, and it was okay until the end, and then it was also okay, atrocious. So, so this is this is proving me completely right so far with my decision to not stay to an extent, however, you really should watch, and I would actually do, you know, once we wrap up with this and we want to do a rewatch of Westworld, I would rewatch season one, you know, episode by episode with you just to redo it because epi- the, the first season with Hopkins in it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. It, it was like not ahead of its time good, but I mean, everything that they did worked. And uh, you didn't see it coming. 
and, and they and they did that well. And then they just kind of again, it's like they just kind of ran out of story real quick. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we got to keep going for another four seasons. Fuck. Right. Uh, this plot thread we never talked about really. Let's go make a whole season about it. Is it worth a whole season? Sure. Yeah. yeah uh, like yeah, if they yeah. had ended Westworld after one season and never done another season, people would probably still be talking about Westworld today. Being yeah. like, God damn, that show was so good. And it, it, it's, it was kind of like the, uh, the TV show equivalent of like Biggie. Like Biggie made two albums and everybody was like, God, he's the greatest person ever. And it was like, yeah, but what happens if album three sucked dick? Like, and then what, what, what happened with season three? With the <laughs> right. third album? Did something big happen here? I don't understand. Right. And so it, it, you're just uh, – I wonder if that would have been the case had Westworld been canceled after one season. Yeah. But, you know, another show that came out and, you know, we're, we're pushing uh, late in the show here. But talk about it a little bit. Did you get a chance to watch She-Hulk? Because it is the newest no, MCU no, edition. So, so my, my manager, who then quit on Monday out of nowhere with no day's notice, he did tell Sayonara. me that. <laughs> Happy trails. Before, before he left, the last thing he, he, one of the conversations we were having was about Marvel, the She-Hulk, and he's like, "Listen, I walked in with expecting a one out of ten, and maybe this is too high, but I would say like a six out of ten. But he was, I, to to defend him slightly, he was more shocked by how decent it was. He said than what he was expecting, which was going to be, uh, I think, what." I'm personally expecting from that show, if I turn it on, where it's just going to be a lot of girl power. And you go, okay, we get it. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it was much girl power. Um, I, you know, I didn't really... I mean, it, it was a lead character who's a girl, so yeah. obviously the girl power comes into play at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, it, but it's I, more I, like they don't, they don't have a... It's not like she's an interesting character. It's more like, I'm a girl. Well, what's your personality? I just said it. You're like, right. <laughs> if there was any show that's come along so far, show or movie in the MCU that was more just content filler than this, I don't know which one it would be. Because Ooh. this thing was sheerly just made to give you a new character, some storyline, and it was just, it was kind of shoved down your throat, right? I mean, like, I, I don't. Well, you're going to see the episode anyway, but, yeah, you know, in the, I, I think historically in the comics, she needs a blood transfusion because she's sick and she yeah, takes one, like a, she takes one from Bruce, right? Who's her cousin, yeah, cousin yeah. Or, or uncle. And, yeah, and Bruce thought, what could go wrong with my fucking radioactive blood, which <laughs> right. was always the stupidest backstory of all time. But, you know, well, this one we gets are. even more stupid. So oh, no. in this one, what ultimately happens is they're driving down the road telling stories, and then before they know it, there's an alien ship right in front of them on the on the what? road. Yeah, and all of Wait, a sudden what? Bruce goes and he goes, ah, you know, look, and so they go off the road, <laughs> crash off off road, and then he's bleeding and she's bleeding, and he ends up with a nosebleed bleeding onto her cut arm. And the blood going into her is what makes turns her into She-Hulk. That's it. That that's how they pull it off in this one. Yes. 
So, I, I mean, it is, it's a stretch from what it was. That's what they come up with? Yes, and, and it's, it's just ridiculous in certain regards. Number one, the fact that he's bleeding, she's bleeding, he bleeds into her because she's trying to get him out of it. The other thing is she's trying to get him out of it because he's normal Bruce Banner at this point. He yeah. is not Smart Hulk when, when they're in this car. So oh, what, a, what, a, what a great character Smart Hulk is. I'm so glad they got rid of the whole Oh, don't worry, he comes between. back. So he's Bruce Banner. Wait, 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 they... they like regular Hulk or Smart Hulk? No, Smart Hulk there. returns once again. Yeah. Fuck. Yep. And so, well, they need <laughs> it, right? Because Smart Hulk can actually talk, and Ruffalo can actually earn his money. Yeah, um, yeah, and the, yeah. Definitely. The, the big selling point of the Hulk is that he's got like this weird, crazy anger issue, and it's like this werewolf phenomenon that everyone actually found captivating. And <laughs> right. that's not why. No, no. Giant buff nerd. Never seen that done before. That's well, such an interesting character dynamic. I, exactly. And we had talked about this offline. And, I mean, what angers me about what Marvel has done, I, I mean, with the MCU, but specifically with the Hulk, is, like, they've just killed this fucking character. What are you talking they about? They no, destroyed I love, I what wanna... made it special. No, no. If my Hulk can't make jokes about Snood, Boggle, and Shwarma, right. then why... why... Would I enjoy him? It's not like he was an incredibly captivating character in Thor Ragnarok that everyone enjoy, where he's going back and forth between two personalities that have their own qualms and have to, you know, get along with each other. No, that's not interesting. I, no one likes that. No that one found that interesting. Guy no. is so deep. Like that character of the Hulk is really a really deep character. Yeah. And it, they've just completely neutered it. Because yeah. they've gotten rid of that aspect of it. Not to mention the other element about Hulk that was always, you know, you know, I don't know, enthralling. Enthralling is not the word. I'm, I'm running out of words here. But yeah. that was that was super interesting about the Hulk was his fucking sheer size. He was a goddamn Goliath. He's supposed yeah. to be like seven to eight feet tall. Yeah, you know, weighs legit. a ton. Like he's supposed to be giant. It's supposed, to, and now he, it doesn't matter how tall he is on screen. He feels small. He, he was simply like in. Everyone hates Age of Ultron, but the scene where like Hulk just goes nuts and is destroying a city was kind of like. It's not a power. It's a curse. Right. And that is so much more interesting than every other bumblefuck in this universe having some like. Everyone's super strong in that universe. Everyone is. And every evil guy wants to fire a fucking laser into the ground. But Hulk is just like this pure chaotic force. And maybe you can kind of like steer him in a direction. But he's just like, he wants to just break shit. Yeah, that was Hulk. They were scared of this guy because he could fucking destroy this world and destroy his city with, you know, getting straight C's on his report card. Throw him into a tizzy and that was it. Yeah. Exactly, and that's such an interesting character dynamic, and yet for some reason they're like, that's exhausting. Well, hey, I'm, I'm yeah, tired. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I am I'm tired. T- I'm tired of writing this. You know, he's just smart. He's just always Mark Ruffalo now. Right. Yeah. Because Mark Ruffalo has to have his way, you know, uh-huh. he, he, you know I can't just but, be Angry Hulk. Yeah, no, no, he's got to be, you know, Well, fucking... the problem is that there's no stakes, right? I, I mean, this is another so thing that's... Do we know who the bad guy is of she or is it just the first episode? Just her getting I, I her powers. I don't know yet. And... It's her getting her powers. They didn't really get into anything else. It's thirty minutes. Um, she's basically, and they don't even go in. 
you know, they make mention again about the alien ship, which I imagine yeah. is related to uh, secret invasion or secret yeah, wars like or something. You know, but when she finally comes to and she's talking to Smart Hulk, and he, she was like, was that a spaceship? And he was like, yeah, it was a blah, 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 blah. I'm going to have to go figure out what that was all about. And it was and like, and then they were done with it. And that was it. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, I don't know. We're, we are really moving at a fast clip here. And I, I get it. We need to get her, her powers. But then they do this kind of mono e mono everything you can do, I can do better. Kind of like the old yep. Gatorade commercial with Michael Jordan yeah. and who was it? Oh, my, I, I love when they do that. Oh, it's my favorite. And so, you know, it's Hulk and She-Hulk and, you know, throwing rocks and who can throw it farther and they're jumping, who can jump farther. And it's and she can do everything better, I'm assuming, is the idea. Yeah, assuming. I mean, to an extent, but then Hulk steps up and then he, like, blows her out of the water with, you know, something. And he's just like, you know, I'm just trying to show you how to do it. You know, like, it's not yeah, a oh, he's, for me. Okay, yeah, so she's just, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, she's but, a little cocky and arrogant, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going full tilt here. So yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've saved the world, bitch. Let's kind of, right, right, right. I don't really get the. So here's my, my opinion of she like so Hulk. I think is a really interesting character because everyone I think from the dawn of time, there's a reason Werewolf is one of like the most popular monsters of all time, and there's like something about that like that primal fury. I'm going to get really like weirdly psychological. Yeah, and it's you here. turning into something that yeah. isn't you that yeah, you have no control over. Exactly. That's like in so, everyone has like their own version of Hulk inside of them. And that's what's so interesting about the character. And She-Hulk, I always kind of figured was popular, not because she ca- captured that essence of the Hulk, but because she kind of was like, like guys who read comics that wanted to be stepped on. By their girlfriends were kind <laughs> okay. of into it, so and I was like, "She's like a fetish." Yeah, like that's that was always kind of the vibe I got of why she was popular because it's always just like, "Here's She Hulk, and here's her giant green ass," and you're like, <laughs> "Okay, gotcha. she's a seven, a seven foot tall woman that'll carry you to bed." I mean, yeah, yeah, there, there are fetishes for everything. Exactly, you know, totally fine, totally cool, but like. Not really the Hulk. Like the Hulk isn't, I think, a, is the Hulk a fetish? I don't want to look Hulk, that up. no. She-Hulk, probably. She-Hulk's a million percent a fetish. Just not I don't something that you could probably yeah. pull off, you know, in the bedrooms with your wife, girlfriend, uh, you know, your, you know, yeah. your hooker girlfriend. Now, maybe, yeah. You know, now, I, Princess Leia's slave outfit, you can get that done. Absolutely. You, know, yeah. you can buy yeah. that, get that done, you know. Like if you're if you entered a stake of Hulkamania in front of your girlfriend in the bedroom, I think she would grab her wallet and try to hold your tongue because <laughs> she thinks you're having a seizure. Right. Uh even though that's wrong Hulk. But you know, I think the point still stands. She'll think there's a problem with you if you're wearing For sure. like purple jeans. And if you tell her, like, hey babe, do you mind, you know, just like painting your entire body green and, mm-hmm. and like what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm not I won't. <laughs> Yeah, I, what, what's what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Okay, okay, okay. And, and you Let's want me count. to do what? You want me to paint myself all green and you want to have sex with me? Get the fuck yeah, out of here. It's a, we're we're going to need – we need to go back to the psychiatrist. We need to talk to somebody about this. Yeah, you're what's not going on? to any of those dispensaries again because whatever you're fucking smoking is screwing <laughs> you up big time in the head. Yeah, that's uh, – but that's the vibe. Yeah. You, you throw that's, her Princess Leia outfit and she's like, then this isn't, this isn't really comfortable, but I'll do this. That's no problem. I, and this I can wrap my head around yeah. the green thing. Like, no, this is like I have to go to work in the morning. I don't want to shower. We like, got one hundred and fifty dollars just... sheets. You want to fucking ruin them with green yeah. body paint? Get the fuck no, out of here! No, you still you don't do the laundry. You don't do the laundry. Rich. <laughs> you don't do the laundry. 
But yeah, and and I, you know, the other thing about that show that throws me off, and you'll see it, and this is again where you're making content for content, and you're trying to utilize style, and they're just so clueless that they're killing on the properties. They break the fourth wall in this show oh. numerous times, where oh, no. it's like a thing. Well, they they, they look at the camera and they're talking to the actor. They're talking to the audience. And he's like, well, I know you want to know that. I I know you you, only thing you want to know is about how I became the She-Hulk. So here you go. Oh, no. You know, and at one point, the the two of them, Hulk and She-Hulk, they all look back into the camera and look back away. Uh, And it's like, you know what? If this hadn't been done in Deadpool, I would have given you a shake. But like, Deadpool did this, and that was Deadpool's thing. It was actually part of that character, right? Like, Deadpool talks, breaks the fourth wall. He's done it before everybody else did. He did it in this movies before it. And now you're taking something from that property, and you're breaking it as you're trying to utilize it in this little rinky-dink 30-minute, like, comedy show. I, 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 I was just... It was infuriating that they did that. Because... I'm so over it now. Deadpool, I did, really did like the first Deadpool. Second one wasn't as good, but it was still no, okay. But it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. But like the amount of fucking copycats that are like, oh my God, we can half ass the story and make it kind of haphazardly structure it because Deadpool did this and all we need to do is yeah, throw in right? a couple fourth wall break jokes and people are going to love it. Oh, it's not that Deadpool was actually good and compelling. And this is the first time this was done. No. Yeah. Copy one for one. Insert I, any superhero. And you go, that's not what's up. I don't understand it. And so now, I mean, I think in general, and we talked about this when we had our, our Marvel uh, episode, but, you know, ultimately, I think what's become really frustrating for me is that they've taken this really supernatural, super cool superhero world, and they've just made everything feel small. It's like just nothing such, feels big a joke again. Now too. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's just nothing feels big. Nothing feels special. I saw the first Iron Man movie, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that, like they did that good. Like that felt legit." Yeah, it was awesome. Right? Yeah, it felt like it took it could take place in the real world, and it's just been like I don't know where like it all got lost in translation. It's got to be around Avengers, where like they they like Guardians of the Galaxy. I still really liked, and they're going to like different fucking planets and shit. And I'm still supposed to believe Tony Stark's in here with this rock. Yeah, I I don't know necessarily when it started to fall apart. I I think it was this whole venture into you know like we went through the whiffs that they had, and there was a lot of them, but oh, it was. Yeah. You know, it was when they got off the track of the the Avengers and their not only the Avenger movies, but the solo Avenger stories being Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, um, you know, Doctor Strange. Now it's like you've gone into this whole, you know, secondary, you know, stable of superheroes and you've gone down to the TV level and I just don't think it translates. You you need nah. these to be big budget theatrical presentations to convey the size and the spectacular nature of yeah the, the property you saw the netflix daredevil right uh yes and it felt we talked about it we've talked yes. about this yeah 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 it it's felt just small like, it felt small but it was like it was good and it was this nice like for me at least it was like a nice contained story yeah. yes entertaining yeah. i would just say it felt small like they <laughs> it, felt it, like it, sets Exactly. Yeah, but I was I was still okay with it. 
And I'm not sure why that one I'm like giving a pass to compared to like this. Like I think it's because it was small, but it knew it was small, and it kind of was able to like move around in that space, if that makes any sense. Whereas like She-Hulk is small, but it's pretending it's big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. So let's contrast that to. Um, what was the, they, they put all four of those together and then they did the one show. What the hell was oh, the show called? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was what's that? their stable? Uh, um, it's not Thunderbolts. That's the one that's coming out later. It was the Defenders. Yeah, the the defenders, the defenders, that's right. Yeah. Marvel's Iron Fist with that guy from Game of Thrones. It was Iron Fist, no Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil. And then they did the Defenders out of it. Now, if you watch Defenders, the Defenders is the perfect uh, you know example of what we're talking about. Where like you watch that show and there's four big guys on it. Uh, I don't know if Punisher factored in that one too, but but when they had their big fight scenes, everything was small. It was all on sets. Do you remember that? We talked yeah. about it. I know we talked about it. You they know, made some of the work. fight scenes look really badass though. Like there was some of the choreography that you're like Choreography yeah. was great. The choreography yeah. was fantastic. It was just like, you know, unlike the MCU movies where they're blowing out cities and they're all over the place. This is like in an underground cave where it's very small. And the reason they're doing it is because it's a Netflix yeah. show and they don't have the same budget. So they've got to do it the best they can and that unfortunately makes it feel small. That's the same kind of feel I get now from a lot of MCU, Disney products, Disney Plus products, is that it's like, yeah, all right, it's a story. It just doesn't feel the same. Nothing yeah. feels like it did 10 years ago when these things were coming out and they put all of their weight behind it because they needed these things to take off. Exactly. Yeah, it mattered more. Now they can have like 50 different things out at any given time, and if one of them flops, who gives a fuck? But you still need to watch it, otherwise you're going to get confused. Right. Did you watch Doctor yeah. Strange too? No, I still haven't seen it. I, ah, I, I, I've okay. heard... I, I was talking to my cousins about it this weekend, and it, it, it's the only one that's gotten. So, so my one cousin is super still. Like he, I don't even know. I, I was going to say super into the MCU. He's not, but not anymore. But he still watches everything. And his like he was like Doctor Strange. Besides like the new Spider Man was basically the only Marvel movie he's said that he's enjoyed. I like it. The rest it. of them were just yeah. But he said like the rest of them were just, like he saw Hulk and he's like Hulk was such a disappointment or not Hulk. What was his name? Thor. Oh, Thor yeah, yeah, the new one. I still yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah, and he was, he was like, that was bonkers to me because of how much he liked the Like, everyone liked the last one, I think. Right. He, he hated it. <laughs> he really did not like it. Yeah, no, I, you know, the part about the Doctor Strange 2 was they had a scene where they did the Illuminati, right? And the, the Illuminati was Reed Richards. They brought uh, Black Bolt. Uh, they had the alternate uh, Captain America, which was Captain English. It was the girl. It was uh, where Agent Carter, Captain Carter, and then yeah. they had a different Mrs. Marvel. Um, and anyway, so that you know that that's the Illuminati. If you're familiar with the Illuminati in uh, the actual comics, it is the group. I think it's Reed Richards, uh, Doctor Strange, et cetera, et cetera. But they're the group that ultimately sends Hulk to the planet Scar, and that leads to World War Hulk, which is one of their famous storylines. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, the Illuminati gets whacked by uh, Scarlet Witch in this. Yeah. And the way she did it, like, the Black Bolt killing was kind of, in, you know, it, it was kind of enjoyable in the sense that it was kind of grotesque. But the rest of them were just kind of, like, silly, right? Yeah. Because it was like, we got to keep it R-rated. Well, on if you search 
for you know that scene on YouTube. Somebody took it and they made it like an R-rated scene, and it was so much better. And you know, again, it's like, look, I don't want you to make it into Friday, you know, Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street, but you could put a little bit of weight behind some of these things so that the stakes, even though you know this is a, a fake universe, that you get this this killing scene and it's not kind of goofy. Because basically Captain America dies because she like kind of like chops him up like a Play-Doh doll. And he yeah. like turns into like string. And then he's like stringy, stringy, stringy. And then it just like kind of pops. I mean, that sounds kind of funny. But even I've seen that picture and I was like, yeah, this isn't it, real. This can't be real. Right? They wouldn't do this in a Marvel movie. That's ridiculous. Oh, it's real. So, but anyway, um, so like I said, She-Hulk going back to where this started, um, it was good, not great. Uh, I'll probably continue to watch it because it's, I mean, it's literally 30 minutes long. So it's very easy to watch a 30-minute show, right? Um, Yeah. I I just don't know if it's going to add to the greater universe. And and at the end, you might just, you know, ultimately turn around and be like, you know what, this, (laughs) this really sucked. You know, mm-hmm. it definitely has that potential. Unlike Game of Thrones, which I don't think you're going to end turn around oh, saying it sucks. Someone knocked on wood. You don't say that out loud. Like yeah, that. No, I oh, did like, right not now. A, not <laughs> the last one I would have said. This show's going to be great. There's no way the ending will disappoint me drastically. Yeah, I know. Well, ah. let's give it a couple of years before that happens. So. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's wrap it up there, and we've got yep. uh, you know another episode coming up, uh, you know, next weekend. Catch up on She-Hulk too, and figure out if there's oh, any other oh. shows that float your boat. Uh, if if Lord of the Rings comes out, let's watch. Oh, that. that's right, yeah, Lord of the be... Rings. We got that too. So, a lot of lot of lot of content out there. Like I said, golden era of content, and uh, we're inhaling it by the boatloads. So. Oh, we got two weeks. We got two. (laughs) Easy, easy, easy. More She-Hulk time. Oh, boy. Right. Nice. So, all right. Well, we will uh, reconvene next week. Thrill, I will talk to you later, brother. Woo. All right. Peace. All right. See you, everybody.